Hey everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the mini-sode. That's what we're calling it. Sometimes uh, I'm just going to be here talking about myself. Sometimes it's going to be all three of us. Sometimes it's just going to be me and scientists. Sometimes it's going to be scientists and uh, chumps. Who knows? We're going to mix it up. Uh, this week, though, you're just getting me, so it's just going to be me talking about a bunch of bullshit for like 20 minutes. Uh, first thing I'd like to go over is the game that you just listened to, hopefully. Uh, the game we just discussed... The Seventh Guest. Now, um, this was actually a game that I picked. It was my turn in the rotation that week, so I picked it. And I remember it very fondly growing up. I touched on this a little bit in the podcast, but uh, what I remember playing it at a friend's house. I don't recall if I ever had it. Uh, this was probably... It was definitely after the first run of the game. I doubt it was 93. Maybe like late 93. But uh, most likely 94, I want to say spring, summer. I don't know why that time sticks out to me, but it does. And uh, one of my buddies, they just uh, their parents just got a desktop computer. It was one of those, oh, those, remember? Some of you guys remember this. The gateway computers that used to come out. Remember those? You could, like, go through a catalog, and you didn't get to pick, like, every single thing, but you'd see, like, 8, 9, 10 computers with different specs from, like, the cheap, uh, not cheap, but the low-end that's for, like, word processing and bullshit, and then it goes all the way up to, like, the gaming PC, which probably is dwarfed at this point by your fucking phone, but uh, that's neither here nor there. But anyway, so with these computers, uh, you could add extra features. It's just like a car. Like, you could pay extra for a radio, a CD player, or cassette, whatever. I, I don't want to say cassette deck. Jesus Christ, I'm old. You get the point. You could pay extra for extra features. One of the extra features they sprung for was the CD-ROM drive. Now, remember, this is at a time when a lot of games were on floppy disks. Uh, you couldn't really download them from the internet, even despite the small size. Like, everyone was so afraid, and still, I guess, is, of piracy. So, I mean, these games that came on floppy disks, like, I remember taking Doom 2 and copying that for a friend and it was literally as easy as covering up like a little piece of plastic in the core of the floppy disk. And then you could just copy it. Like there was no real protection. The protection was like physical. And that's it. Which is fucking crazy to think about considering what we have now. But uh point I'm getting at is friend had a computer. They went and sprung for the CD-ROM drive because at the time those were brand new. Uh, they weren't brand new. We were like the second wave of adopters. Uh, the brand brand new when they first came out like five six hundred bucks and then I remember buying one for a computer I had for like a hundred maybe this probably would have been like 96 150 I don't remember but it was like a four speed read or something like that it wasn't even a writable we didn't even get to writable yet which is crazy okay uh, but I'm all over the place so friend parents bought the computer to work at home it came with a CD-ROM drive, and I assume this was bundled in. I don't see them or anyone at the time really spending 100 bucks for anything when it came out. So it was probably in a second run, or it was just bundled in. Like, hey, add this CD-ROM drive, and you get this game. And they're like, yeah, whatever. I don't even remember them ever playing it. Anyway, the point is, if this was 94, I would have been like 10, 11. So that would have been an interesting time to come into this game, because this game was, at the time when I saw it, uh, completely different than anything else I had ever seen, and it completely blew my mind. Like, I wasn't old enough to understand, like, it wasn't a real, true 3D environment. It was just kind of like 
2D pictures and some brief animations to move from one area to the other, uh, which at the time was still very impressive, but it it didn't click in my mind how quote-unquote easy that was to do nowadays. I mean, I'm sure someone could whip that up pretty quickly, but uh, it also had the live-action aspect to it. Now, I remember like Night Trap coming out in 91. I remember that being a big controversy. I was still a kid. But I remember people freaking out about that, and I remember people freaking out about Mortal Kombat and how bloody it was, and they tried to get it outlawed. Those were just—I should just do a mini on that horseshit, maybe one of these days. But uh, anyway, we played the game. We were kids. We understood we were seeing something special. We thought it was really creepy, and that grabbed us. And I remember playing through it and trying to figure out the puzzles. I remember doing the cake one very early on. And for that, we kind of, like, worked as a team, and I think it took us, like, two goddamn hours to figure out that puzzle. And the crazy thing about that was uh, we were, like, we, we were so excited. We were like, God damn, that was awesome. All right, we did it. We beat it. We figured it out. You got to have two graves, you know, two uh, skulls and an empty piece of cake. This is how we do it. Awesome. Great. And then I remember moving on to the next puzzle you have to complete to move into the game, and that was the soup cans with the uh, with the sentence. And we completely fucking immediately gave up. That was it. <laughs> now, uh, so we did the first puzzle a couple times. We thought maybe we can get back to it. There weren't like there weren't saves. I don't recall this game ever having a save. So when you played the game, you had to start over from the beginning. Um, I remember going around asking people like, "What are words with no f- nouns?" And I think maybe we got, like, by my encrypt. I think that's the only ones that we got help with or figured out. And those weren't really words. By my crypt, sure. And crypt fit the theme. So we figured that was definitely in there. But uh, we had no idea. It wasn't until way later when uh, you saw, like, the wheels. Ch- like, this I mean, this is the advent of the internet really coming together as a consumer space. So... At this point, like, movies didn't have websites. Games didn't really have websites. Maybe if you got lucky, it was, like, the developer's site. But even then, it was to show other people in tech. Like, it wasn't a user-friendly, amazing space that everyone could get into. It was very... And it was all dial-up. Like, there were no fancy images, no fancy macros. It was all fucking text. And that's it. And I remember going... I th- I want to say we learned it at GameFAQs or game FAQs, I think that's where we got the idea. But eventually we it put us together that we could find... No, 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 I'm sorry, I'm mistaken. So we gave up on this game, moved on with our lives, uh, which at the time would have been like what I did mention in the podcast that we actually recorded that a while ago. So um, like Doom 2, Duke Nukem 3D, like those style of games were the cutting edge of technology. And, you know, we were kids, we couldn't, we didn't have money, we couldn't go to a store and buy them. So we had what we had. I don't even remember who got us Doom. Like a friend of a friend of a friend's older brother. Who the fuck knows? But um, we put down the seventh guest, went back to our lives, played these other games. And then years later, I remember finding uh, like finishing moves for Mortal Kombat. Because I didn't know they were a thing. And then I read the back of the box eventually and figured out that they were a thing. But you didn't know how to do it. Like the game didn't tell you how to do them. It didn't walk you through them. It certainly didn't have like a, a list in it of how to do that move. So you just kind of had to either figure it the fuck out, uh, be in the arcade with a bunch of people, remember what you did, then sh- share that with people. 
uh, or at this point, game FAQs was online, and you can go on there and see exactly how to do every single one. I don't remember if like a developer ever put that up, or if that was just some asshole writing stuff down. Who knows? Don't care. God bless him. So, uh, eventually we found the game. I, I put it together that, well, if there's answers to this game, there might be answers to other games. So I remember going, like, looking for the all game section. The seventh guest was towards the top because it was a letter or sorry, a number. And uh, I clicked on it and it had the answers to all the puzzles. And I was like, holy shit, we got to get, we got to fire this game back up. We got to play it. And uh, it wasn't like it is now where every game that comes out, uh, especially in PC gaming, wants to, you know, create higher and higher uh, specs for your computer, better graphics cards, better, like, bigger RAM requirements, more processing power is needed to, like, run a game at a max settings. Uh, we didn't really, you didn't have that back then. It's just, it has to fucking work with a Windows computer. And that was that. But uh, this, I remember... We fired it up, we got in there, started playing, cheated our way through the entire thing, and then beat the game, and I even remember at the time being like, what the what the hell happened? Like, I didn't understand story or structure or, I guess, video games or anything, really. I was a kid, I was maybe 13 at this point, but I remember being very confused because it was not clear what happened, and I didn't have the capacity to see other examples in stories, and then be like, oh, maybe this is like, you know... XYZ and uh that's what they were going for like a feeling that it wasn't real or it was like a uh limbo situation or maybe even it was like a groundhog day situation it was a commentary on gaming about how you can keep playing keep doing the same thing over and over and over again until you get a resolution uh you know I didn't know I had no idea I had no idea what I was doing where was that what was going on so that is my little story about how I got into Seventh Guest. Oh, I also remember, I'm trying to think of like the early PC games we had. I remember a friend letting me borrow Command and Conquer, Red Alert. It might have been Command and Conquer 2, Red Alert. And uh, I remember that being fun until I got past like the third level and then I just kept getting dominated by the computer. Like I couldn't build shit fast enough. Uh, I guess they, what do they call it? It's not tower defense? Strategy? Tabletop strategy type game? You remember those. And uh, that was an early... And also, You Don't Know Jack. I remember being really on board with You Don't Know Jack, like, way early. Way early. I don't remember specifically when that game came out. Uh, I could probably look it up. I remember being a kid and being really enthralled by the fact that I was on a game show. You know what I mean? Like, it was PC. It was the early days it would start up and there'd be a presentation and even the beginning of the game, they still do it to this day. Like when you're picking your characters, it's like being backstage, figuring stuff out before the show starts. And uh, they've kept that format with, you don't know, Jack, even till today, which uh, I love. And that's got to be, it's not 30 years, 25, maybe. All right. I'm going to pause it and look up when, you know, Jack came out. Cause it's bothering me. Wow. Isn't that amazing that we can just pick up right away. And just with the magic of editing, I just have all this information. Now I didn't have, it's great. But uh, the first You Don't Know Jack uh, quotation, Volume 1, came out September 12th, 1995. And from there on out, holy fuck, it looks like they released a bunch of these all year. But uh, 
This that game I remember uh, it was a trivia game. It still is pretty much in the same format as it is from 1995, and uh, it hasn't changed. Like there's still diss or death. There's still t- anyway. It's a it's a game show. It's uh, you're playing against your friends. They pop up with a trivia question, and usually it's in a crazy question type format or whatever, and it, you have to pick the right answer. That's all it is. But I remember it being very difficult because I was a child and had like no frame of reference or understanding of history or anything like that. I just knew like one out of 10 trivia questions, maybe, or I used like logical deduction to come up with the answer and be like, yeah, I totally fucking knew that. But uh, I played against my sisters who were three and four years older than me, and they just beat me every time because I was a dumb kid that didn't read enough, I guess. Just sat in a fucking room playing video games. But uh, that was definitely one of the earlier ones that I remember playing. Uh, and then from there, it must have gone right into Tomb Raider because that was 96. So I remember Tomb Raider being, I guess I'm just talking about me on PC, but I remember Tomb Raider being a game. It was the first game that there was a demo that I downloaded, played through the demo, enjoyed it, and then like made a purchasing decision. Like, okay, yeah, I think that's... Yep, that's definitely the next game I want to play. Uh, this was an unknown franchise. I just had seen it was coming out in like a PC gamer mag or some shit like that. And I was like, it looks interesting. It looks different. Fuck it. Let's give it a try. Demo worked. It was great. I loved it. I ended up playing the shit out of that game. I played through it like five or six times because I remember the first time playing through it not being that long. But at the time, games weren't that long. They were like two, three, four maybe hours. And they made up uh, for that short amount of time by being super fucking hard. And I remember Tomb Raider not being that bad, like, to beat, to get through, whatever. But uh, after that, there isn't much... I mean, I had I played a lot of PC games, but 96, I think 98 maybe, I got the PlayStation, the, orig- the OG one. Uh, it wasn't the original, original PlayStation. It was the one, the second wave or whatever, but... It was after they made those big, ugly boxes for PlayStation. But that doesn't matter, because we're talking about me on PC games. So, I played PC for a while, played a lot of games. So this was still, you know, this was Sega days as well. So there's a lot of Sega going on. But I remember the first, like, real game that I played for PC that I saw was just out of this world that really blew me away was Medal of Honor. Like, the first one. And I remember playing that game and just being... Because it was basically, like, Saving Private Ryan, the video game. And I thought Saving Private Ryan was 96, too. That was a weird time. But uh, when that came out, that was a World War II-type game. Uh, Call of Duty, I believe, had beat it to market for the World War II simulator. And I remember even as a kid being weirded out by the fact that, like, uh, this was a real war that, like, our grandparents were in. And now they're making a video game, like a toy, of shooting and killing based on historical... It was weird. Uh, now I guess no one gives a shit, so we just do it whenever. So, sorry, I guess. Well, either way. There was also the first game, the big game, too, that had uh, online multiplayer. And I remember playing that, but I also remember not being very good at it. Like, I could play it and have fun... And sneak around, but this was also, guys, this was the days of dial-up. Like, you were playing online. Can you imagine playing online multiplayer on dial-up? Like, it's unthink, it's unheard of right now. Because you think about your latency right now, your milliseconds and your, your lag and people bitching about their connections and all that bullshit. 
And dude, it was dial Like you would, I remember playing games against people. I don't know if they had a shitty internet connection or I did, but they just teleported around. And then eventually you were just dead. That was it. That was like, they were in front of you. You had them lined up. You pulled the trigger. Then they were 20 feet to the left. And you're like, what the fuck happened? And then your screen went dead. You were dead. That was it. Man, those were frustrating times. Uh, I remember pulling it back out and playing it when I first went to college, which would have been like the fall of 02. Man, I don't even think that game was in style. Whatever. But (laughs) uh, eventually, PC gaming really fell out of favor with me. I think that online aspect definitely had something to do with it. But the other thing that really bothered me about PC gaming is that constant upgrading. Like, you'd see the trailer... Because you would get hyped up for a new game. I want to... If I remember correctly, it was more in advance of what you would do. Like, stuff like... I mean, today's modern equivalent, like Cyberpunk. That's been hyped for, like, two fucking years now. Two full years. They've been talking about it and hyping it up. Uh, Games back then, like, you'd see a preview or... You'd hear news of it from E3 when they were... Like, you had a playable demo. But before that, you just have, like, music... like articles and magazines with some screenshots and that was fucking it and the game and you'd use your imagination for what the game would be like so i remember i don't remember what the game was that came out that the the straw that broke the camel's back but there was a game that was released that i was really excited about i remember it might have been medal of honor i don't know i don't think it was though but there was a game it might have been medal of honor 2 or the expansion i don't remember but the game came out and uh I remember going to Kmart to buy... No, it was Walmart. I was at Walmart to buy it way back in the day. Like, I'm really dating myself, but this is back when you could buy PC games in cardboard boxes at the store. And for some reason, like PlayStation 1 was in regular CD jewel cases. They had that big, ugly box in the beginning. But for the most part, CDs. Uh, Dreamcast uh, was CDs. The Saturn had, like, that bigger jewel case that was made out of super cheap fucking plastic that's why none of them exist anymore well they do but not many and then the fucking oh god the boxes that came with pc games that were like twice the size it was like holding a cereal box with some of these things i swear to god look them up i dare you especially the tomb raider ones because i remember they were in like triangles but anyway so i went to walmart to go and actually buy this game i got it i got it home and i went to play it and they're like, well, your graphics card is not compatible. So I would go online be like, what can I do? How do I fix this? And they like, download the new drivers for your graphics card. So I'd be like, all right, fine. So I went and downloaded them. They were like 45 megs, which on a dial-up takes, you know, nine fucking days. And then eventually you get it, you install it. You're like, all right, awesome, great, I'm ready to go. Then you try to fire it up and be like, ooh, sorry, you need to go get the game update. Like, oh, fuck, how's this? It's like, oh, that's 100 megabytes. I'm like, oh, are you serious? So I had to download that. So we're at, like, honestly, probably two, three days, at least two, three days after when I bought the fucking game that I could even get in there and play it. Let me bitch now about downloads. It's crazy how this has not been fixed. But it's just, like, the problem just got shifted to something else. That's nuts. Yeah, well, that's probably something more to deep dive in there, but I'm not. I'm on track. So the, the game I bought... Basically, eventually uh, updated the game patch, and then it still wouldn't work on my settings. So I just had to go buy a new 
graphics card spent probably at the time was like 200 bucks. Like at a time when I didn't have fucking money. I was a kid. Like I was mowing lawns for money. Like that shit, that blood money. You know what I mean? That allowance money that you spent like previous birthdays and Christmases or, or special events or whatever. And you put that money in like a drawer in an envelope or a fucking piggy bank. And you're like, man, this is blown money. Like I, I want to take this money and get as many fucking Swedish fish as I possibly can. Shove them all in my face. But you're like, no, saving up for a video game. I can make it to $35 or 40, whatever it was. Oh man. Great times. So eventually I got that new card Put it in, the game would start, but it would be all sluggish and shitty. I'm like, what is going on? Then they're like, oh, you need more RAM. I was like, fuck it, done. Done with PC games. Because I remember, well, actually, I was playing that game for a little bit, and then another game came out. It's like, oh, now you need to upgrade again. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I'm not doing this. I'm not investing what at now is probably even more, but at the time, it was like a grand in upgrades or a new fucking computer every six months just so I could play whatever game came out. Like, I'm not doing this. And then part of it was also the Medal of Honor uh, aspect where people would just be lagging and connection issues. And, it's, you know, this is the infancy of the internet. So people were had an unfair advantage. This is before even I put together that there were people creating things and tools and cheating in games. This is like before that. And I had already said, like, the the, the playing field isn't fair. So I thought to myself, okay, what's a way to even this up? Uh, so I went with consoles from then on out. And I remember having a PlayStation 2. I believe I had it before I went to college. So it might have been like 01, 2001, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yes, it was around there. And I would play like Madden and that was it. But... At least you could play that. I don't know if you could even play it online at that time. I think you needed a special, like a network adapter for PlayStation 2. Man, I should get my facts straight. But the point is, I went to console, never went back to PC. And I, even today, like today I could actually afford to get a nice gaming PC. I could afford to update it. Uh, as long as I didn't screw up my finances, I could afford to upgrade it pretty regularly probably. And that's not a brag, it's just... I don't want to do it. I still don't want to do it. I don't want to deal with multiple loading things. I know uh, if you, if you get, I'm not hating on PC gamers. If you love it, go for it, do it. That's your thing. It's just a life and inconveniences that I don't ever want to come back to. Now I've had people say, well, it's not like that anymore. Uh, you know, people like games that come out, you know, they'll support back X amount of years for hardware, but whatever like i think the last game i played on a pc was portal and i'm 95 percent sure the only reason i played it on a pc was you could not get it on a console at the time so i i logged on and played it on a pc and i remember even then crashing like this was um the what was that the orange box was a game for playstation 3 but it was so rare you couldn't find it anywhere so i couldn't get a hold of it and that's when i played it so this was like years after portal came out so my specs for my computer which was purchased several years after portal came out i'm like this will be fine right i can go back and run portal no it crashed all over the place so pissed but um that's about it i mean that's my little journey through through pc games that i guess started with the seventh guest or that was definitely an early one well but you know that's my story 
Uh, if you like, I said, if you like playing PC games, fucking go for it, dude. Like, crush it. Do it all day. Great. Uh, if you'd rather play on a console, that's cool too. Just game. Even mobile phone users always get shit on. I think you're great. I think you're amazing people, and you should just keep doing uh, what makes you happy and doesn't hurt anybody. So, just to give you, I don't want to give you like a little teaser for tomorrow Thursday's episode, which is in three days it drops. But um, we had a lot of fun doing this next one. We also, uh, not to spoil it or anything else, but w- when we heard the pick, it was a chump slap pick. When we heard it, scientists and I both kind of looked at each other, we're like, dude, is there even a story in that? Turns out there was, and it was a much present, pleasantly surprising story that I really enjoyed. Um, so get back here, get where you get podcasts, come back Thursday, uh, listen to it. Uh, you want to send us an email? Maybe one day I can do some, you know, questions and answers things on here. Or if you have an answer for someone else, or a question for someone else in the podcast, send that to plottytime at gmail.com. We will personally respond to it. Uh, if, if you want to, you know, share your gaming memories, whatever, send us an email. Talk to us. If uh, you want to get to us on the socials, it's at plottytime on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and the Plotty Time YouTube channel is up there. So please get on there, like, and subscribe. Uh, you don't have to ever even watch anything. Just, you know, be a subscriber. So, uh, get it, get it on the ground floor here. You get, you, if you went on right now, this second, and subscribed on YouTube, you'd be one of the top 10 people. I don't know how much earlier you can get on the plotty time train. So when we're big, huge stars, we can be like, hey, this guy or gal, they're with us since the beginning. They're OGs. So get on there. Like, subscribe. Enjoy it. Send us your emails, your responses, your questions, whatever. And uh, enjoy Thursday's episode. So take care and be safe, everybody.